0: This is part one of a series of labs on the question, what is the meaning of a text? So, we're going to try to answer, what do we mean by the word meaning? Very often in these labs, I'm using the word, the meaning of a text. and It made a huge difference in my life when I clarified precisely what I meant by the word meaning and what I was pursuing in reading the Bible in particular, but all texts in general. How do we use the word meaning in these labs? So I want you to at least know what I mean by meaning, even if you might think another meaning for meaning should be used. Specifically, we're asking, what is the meaning of a written text? So let's pray and ask God's guidance. Father, we want to be clear, and we want to use words in a way that you approve of and that are really helpful. And so grant us understanding of the terms we use, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Here's my answer, and I'm going to try to give you reasons for it. The meaning of a text, the meaning of a text, is what the author intended to communicate by his words. So by his words means we're talking about a text. It could be verbal, I mean out loud, vocal, but we're talking about Scripture here. What the author, so the meaning is in the author and his intention to communicate, not everything in his head, but what he wants to communicate by his words. That's my meaning of the word meaning. Therefore, the meaning of a text is not everything that comes into our head when we read the text. It's not Whatever we feel about what's in the text. It's not all the ways we may respond to the text. All of that would assume that meaning is in us and not in the author, because those thoughts and feelings and responses may not be what the author intended and therefore not part of the text's meanings. This is what made such a difference in my life, because so many people in groups say, come together and they just say, now what comes to your mind when you read this text? Or what do you feel when you read this text? Or how do you respond when you read this text? Well, those might be helpful ways to interact with the text, but they don't define the meaning. Thus the meaning of a text, Is defined by the author, not the reader, not the reader. What the author puts into the text is decisive in determining its meaning, not what the reader gets out of the text. What we want to do is get out of the text what the author puts into the text. That's our goal, not to put into the text, whatever comes to our mind, and then call it the meaning of the text. Now I've got seven reasons why this definition, seven reasons for defining meaning this way, namely as what the author intended to communicate by his words. And we'll do just one of those reasons in this session. Here's reason number one. The Bible assumes it. It assumes that we are thinking of the meaning of texts as what the author intended to communicate. I've got three examples to show you that the Bible assumes that we are thinking this way about meaning. Here's 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 11. I wrote to you in my letter, Paul says, not to associate with sexually immoral people. Not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy or swindlers or idolaters. Since then, you would have to go out of the world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name brother if he's guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. So evidently, when he wrote to them not to associate with the sexually immoral, they thought his meaning was, don't associate with the sexually immoral of this world. And he's saying, that's not what I meant. And therefore, what he means by meaning is, that wasn't my intention. That wasn't in my head. That was in your head, not my head. And therefore, it wasn't part of my meaning. And he's writing now to correct their misunderstanding of his meaning. So meaning resides, Paul assumes in his mind as an author, not in whatever comes into the mind of the reader. Here's another example, John 21, 20, and 23. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, that would probably be John. When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? Follow me. What did he mean by that? So the saying spread abroad among the brothers that this disciple was not to die. So they took him to mean by that if It is my will that he remain, that he would remain and would not die till Jesus comes. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die. But if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? So this saying that spread abroad was an interpretation of this this saying right here that was not what Jesus meant, what he intended. Jesus didn't say it, and he didn't mean it. They put that meaning into those words, and Jesus didn't, and therefore they misunderstood what Jesus said. So meaning is what Jesus intended by these words, not what they could put into it. Here's another example, John eleven, eleven to 14. After, these, after saying these things, Jesus said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to waken him. So there's what he said. Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. Hmm. I go to waken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he'll recover. Now, Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant, and they were wrong, taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly Lazarus has died. So the disciples hear the words, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I go to awaken him, and they put their meaning in it, And they say, Oh, if he's asleep, he'll recover. And Jesus, John here has to explain how Jesus had spoken to them of his death. So John is going to correct the meaning they put on Jesus' words, but were not in Jesus' words. They thought he meant, and he didn't. That wasn't his intention, taking rest in sleep. He meant he had died. So, three examples of this. The meaning of a text is what the author intended to communicate by his words. First reason the Bible assumes this understanding or this definition of meaning, it assumes that we are thinking of the meaning of texts as what the author intended to communicate. So next time, I'll give you at least two more reasons why we should think of meaning this way.